Hello, everybody. It's your host, Sayogi Soma, back again with episode three of Curse with the Gab. And today we're going to talk about fiscal matters, uh, not physical matters like fighting, but I do like to fight, um, but fiscal matters as in money. And uh, the matter we're going to talk about today is the stock market. All right. So let's just hop right into it because I actually recorded this already and started editing. And then my computer decided to restart at two o'clock in the morning because Windows likes to do updates without, you know, running it by you first. (laughs) So let's get into it. So. Um, I had a buddy on Instagram hit me up and he was like, hey, man, I just seen you made 100 percent on your returns. How did you do such a thing? How did you do this? I want to get into it. But like many people, he didn't know where to start. Right. And um, I'm going to try to explain that today. Kind of just a starting point. I'm not an expert. I'm not a genius. I'm not a stock market guru. All right. I'm not an analyst. I am just a person who has the internet at his fingertips and decided to do a little bit of basic learning and then did a bit of his own um, trial and error fucking around in the market with real money for no reason. Not big money in the beginning, but big money came, all right? So I just want to congratulate myself and my buddy, I won't name him, and my brother who have all reached the 100% um, returns in the stock market, but my buddy, he actually reached 500% in his returns. And that, that is impressive. That's crazy. And just real quick, uh, when I'm saying 100% returns, 500% returns, all I'm meaning is uh, if someone put $10 into a stock market and then they made 100% on the returns, all that means is they made another $10. All right. So, in total, they have $20 now. If you made 50% on your returns, that means that now you had $15 instead of 20 just half of, of 10 That So basic math on that. So he made 500%. So if he had $100 put into the stock market, he now owns 500 actual dollars. But like, like myself and him, him and myself, we weren't playing with $10 bills. We weren't playing with $100 bills. We were playing with $1,000 bills. They don't exist in the regular world because you have to be an investor to get there. I'm fucking around. Just kind of flexing. Um, but again, I just want to throw that out there. I am not an expert, all right? But I am going to give you knowledge today because any knowledge is good enough than zero. And also... I have enough knowledge to make 100% of my returns. And uh, this is a no-flex zone. So all I'm spitting right now is the truth. Boom. <laughs> all right. So I just want to first explain where I I, uh, I do stocks. All right. You can do stocks on a lot of – you can be invested into the stock market in a lot of different areas. But I'm just going to talk about where I do it, and that is Robinhood. I'm not affiliated with Robinhood, but Robinhood is um, – the company that I use to do my investing and trading. They're just a, a brokerage company. 
the reason I use Robinhood is because it's each transaction, each trade that I make, it's free. It doesn't cost any money. Things are a bit slower on um, with Robinhood, and that's, I mean, it's free. So there's going to be some sacrifices. But I use Robinhood. Uh, I'm pretty sure you've heard of them. They're great. They work pretty well. It may be a scheme, low-key, but I don't mind it too much because it doesn't seem like they are really out there to do too much harm because, again, it is free. They do have to make their own form of money, so I get that. So I use Robinhood, and if you're not on Robinhood now, please uh, DM me immediately and be like, yo, Sayogi, give me the give me the link so I can get free stock and yeah, and if if you get free stock, that means I also get free stock, and I want my free stock. So, if you don't have Robinhood, please get signed up using my link. Run him, run into my DMs, run into my DMs hard. All right. So that's where I do that's where I do my stocking, my my brokering. My I don't even know the word. See, that's how much of a noob I am. I don't even know the the correct word. I think it's investing, but yeah. <laughs> so let me let me first explain what stocks are because i've thrown that word out there a few times and all the stock is right it's just a big old big old sack of shares that and that uh pretty much amount to a piece of the company right so let's say uh a company named tesla it's like hey we're gonna throw some stock we're gonna put our stock out there today and their stock has like a thousand shares or something this is not real numbers okay but they have like a thousand shares right so that's the, the 1,000 shares is their stock. What you will be buying, what you'll be purchasing is a singular share. And that share is a piece of that stock, which is a piece of that company. So you essentially would own a piece of Tesla. If you bought a share in Tesla, you would own a piece of Tesla. Now, Tesla, let's say, um, has 1,000 shares in their stock, right? But this, again, this not number is probably higher, much higher much much higher much higher like in millions but you buy a singular share in tesla all your all that means is you own like one one thousandth of the company so it's not too big it's not you're not like big money big big baller big baller all right no one's really you know no one's gawking at you you're not going to be able to make decisions in the company now those who do own lots and lots of stock i mean sorry not stock a lot of shares within a company stock these guys can actually make decisions within the company with the, the, you know, the board, the head of the board or whatever, like the CEOs and whatnot. And they're called majority shareholders. So if you own lots of lots of shares in a company, you can actually make some decisions within that company. And I think that's pretty nifty because you own a piece of that company. So don't forget that. So that, that, that right there is simply what a share is in a company or what the stocks are. Um, it's just pieces of the company. The company is saying, hey, please buy this. Please buy um, my company so that I can take your money and use your money to grow my company more. It's a pretty interesting feedback loop that kind of goes on within the stock market. Uh, but essentially, it keeps on growing the economy, keeps on growing that uh, that company. And they're really nice about it, too. They give you stuff. I'll get into that a little bit later. But let's go ahead and talk about what what kind of what kind of what, what kind of stocks or shares should you buy, or when what kind of yeah yeah what kind of what kind of what kind of shares should you buy? Um, mainly, 
I'd say go just in the, if you're a beginner, go for ETFs and index funds, because what this does is it will automatically diversify your portfolio for you, which just means that you're going to have a bunch of different companies in this fund, index fund or ETF, and it, all the money is kind of spread out. So it's a, it lowers the risk on your part. It lowers the risk of you losing money and it can sometimes provide you some really massive gain. So I say that's pretty that's a pretty beginner level thing right there, index fund or an ETF. Uh, you can make some pretty decent money on there. And, and in Robinhood, you can do fractional shares, meaning that you can buy like a like a fractional fraction piece of a company. So instead of buying a full share, you buy like 0.5 a share, which is really nice. So yeah, you, in ETFs and index funds. Um, if you're looking to get a bit more technical, maybe you want to know, well, what, what, I see a bunch of ETFs out there or I see a bunch of index funds out there. Which one do I pick? And this can go for anything that uh, any 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 stock in the stock market, not just ETFs and index funds, but uh, the way that I typically like to do it and some others um, also like to do is look at either the amount of growth that you and other analysts or you analysts and other people are saying that this company is going to have right growth, meaning uh, let's go with Tesla again, because Tesla is Tesla, you know, Tesla and you with the Tesla Teslas, uh, basically, you, uh, high growth is something that Tesla has done within the span of six months, uh, almost a thousand percent, I believe. Yeah, and that means that they had uh, a certain amount in their company, and they just kind of keep growing and growing and growing. I mean, they they split the company down, and they're back up to the same price that they were before they split, and that's the, that's the kind of growth you want, right? So you should look for things that you think are going to grow. Things like tech companies that are growing now, um, uh, clothing companies, certain clothing brands might not be growing. Don't you know? Certain things just aren't going to grow. You know, if you if you're putting money into like uh, printing press companies, it, it doesn't make sense. There's no growth that you sh you may be seeing in in printing companies, but there are some companies that do exist where there is going to be some major growth that you may be expecting to see in the future. And those are great companies to be a part of, uh, to buy. So definitely when you think that it's going to grow, buy those companies. And you can look this up on the internet. Just, you know, do a quick Google search, Investopedia, MarketWatch, um, Bloomberg, all these all of these uh, websites, they are great for telling you what to buy and what not to buy. Look up what the analysts are saying, what people are saying, what, what the talk's going on about where uh, high growth might be happening. Now, um, if you're if, if not looking for growth and you're looking for more maybe, uh, I don't want to say faster money because it's not necessarily faster, but it, it it is faster. It's not okay, it's not fast, but it is faster than looking for growth companies. Now, these are companies with nice dividends, all right? And a, and, and a dividend is uh, actually just a portion of the profits that a company will pay you for being a part of for owning a part of that company so any any amount of shares that you own they'll give you a percentage of their profit based on how many shares you own now if you own a little bit of their share you're not going to get a whole lot of money and if you own a lot of a lot of their shares you're going to get a lot more money so you know there's that of course it's just relative um but 
high dividend groups will pay you a lot of, you know, give give you a nice sum of money um, for you just to have. It's like they paid you because you're an employee that did nothing <laughs> but give them money. Um, normally, high growth companies don't have dividend dividends they give out. They might implement them later, but a lot of times they don't. Um, you'll notice like Amazon is three thousand dollars per share and they don't give out a dividend. OK, you you buy their company because you're looking for growth. But high dividend companies are nice to have because they'll uh, normally it's quarterly. So every three months they'll give out money to you. They'll pay you. And that's nice because it's like a little bit of a paycheck. Um, so it's either you're looking for high dividend companies or companies that you think are going to grow. That's the best way to start picking what stocks you want to use. And if you want to go just to make sure that your portfolio is nicely diversified, pick either high dividend or high growth company ETFs or index funds. That's like, I mean, I can't think of a more golden way to do this. Um, that's a great way to start. It's not going to grow your money super fast. So please don't think like, oh, you know, Sayogi is out here telling people go get these high dividend index funds and ETFs and I'm going to get money back and it's going to be awesome within the year. It's going to take some time. All right. I've been in the stock market since 2019 um, and it wasn't until recently that I actually made some really big gains and that was just because I had some money come in. But it takes some time. It, you know, you, it's a really it's a patience. It's like waiting for a tree to grow. Uh, it's like uh, when they say money doesn't grow on trees, they're wrong. Because it does. It literally grows on trees. Money trees, that is. And money trees grow in the stock market or in the bank. Right? And but trees take what? Time. They take a lot of time to grow before they actually you can actually uh, reap the benefit of the fruit. So just just remember that. Take some time, take some years. Some companies you might expect to get some real fast money in, and that's day trading. Uh, that's kind of what my friend did who made 500%, but I'm not talking about day trading right now because I don't really know much about day trading. It's a lot riskier than what I do. What I do is more of a patient waiting, waiting game. I'm playing for more of a long haul here. Um, I got another account, which I opened with Merrill Lynch, which is another brokerage site, which is now free because of Robinhood. And, um, essentially I have money put in there that I'm not going to touch for the next 5, 10, 15 years because I'm waiting for that to actually grow in that time period. And I'm expecting some decent growth. I'm already seeing, you know, pretty good growth now. But it's like, you know, if I keep investing into it over the span of, you know, years and years, it's going to look it's going to look beautiful. But um, let's get into the next thing here and that uh it's when the when the buy or sell a stock that's not too difficult i'm pretty sure a lot of you've already heard this and you might have never even touched a stock before i'm sorry a share i keep getting those two mixed up but you've never you may never have been in a stock market or purchased a share before but you know when the buy and the sell right say it with me you buy when it's low you sell when it's high okay and all that means <laughs> is when the company right when the company's worth is at a high point and it's higher than what you purchased it for sell it you don't have to but that's when you want to sell it or in reverse when the company's at a low point and you don't have any stocks in it or whatever any shares in it or whatever this is the point when you want to go ahead and say i'm gonna buy it 
If it's like at its 52-week low, it's the lowest it's ever been all year long, buy it. Buy it right then and there. And then wait for it to grow. And it will grow back up. Now, of course, use some intuition here. If this company looks like it's about to go bankrupt, you've heard news about it about to go bankrupt, I would not suggest buying it while it's low because it's not going to do anything else but go lower until it's bank, you know, until it's nothing. So don't do that. Use a bit of intuition. Use your intelligence um, when buying and selling. But a lot of times that's that's when that's the general rule of thumb. Buy low, sell high. Um, you don't always have to sell when it's high. Uh, you can just hold it because you think it's going to go higher. It's kind of a gamble, that one, but same concept when it's going low. You don't have to immediately, um, or not when it's low, you don't have to immediately buy something when it's low because it can go even lower. All right, same thing. I want to just throw this out here as well. Is even if you, let's say you have a piece of share, right? You have a share and you start noticing the company's plummeting. Don't freak out, okay? This is, this is a key thing do not freak out okay i know it's hard not to because you're looking at it and it's it's red and it's scary and it keeps on going down and it's like why is it going down it's supposed to be going up that's what they the analyst said the analyst said it was going up and now it's going the opposite direction i don't know what's going on don't freak out unless you need to but don't normally all right because nine times out of ten that stock is just that that company is just having a bad day and they're going to be up tomorrow they might be up in a couple of weeks Give it a moment. Um, this is not necessarily a company of stock or anything, but cryptocurrency. I had a, I had some Bitcoin at one point, and I was like, oh, my God, it's going down. I just got to sell it. I can't believe I invested in Bitcoin. And now they're at $30,000. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, don't freak out. Um, and uh, a great thing to remember or something to remember is if it – uh, if you sell while you're at a in a state of losing money, like let's say you bought a stock at ten dollars and now it's down to five. If you're you're selling at a low state, that makes that it makes your loss real. If you sell it when it's at five, when you bought it at ten, that makes your five dollar loss a real one. Because as long as you don't sell it, you don't technically have a five dollar loss because that stock can just go right back up. And that's called unrealized gain or loss. Same thing works when you're gaining. If you have, if you're up by fifteen and you put ten dollars in, that doesn't mean you've gained five dollars necessarily. It's unrealized because you haven't yet sold the stock, so it's back to being your money. It's still up in the air. It's still in the the risky company that you put it into. So it becomes realized once you sell your stock. So it becomes whatever is going on, loss or gain. It is real once you sell. It is not real until then. Okay. So just to recap, a share is just a piece of a stock, which is the stock is just a, a bundle of shares, which are fractions of, the, of a company. Okay. The, the best stocks I, I would say to start off with to have a nice diversified portfolio um, or is an ETF or an index fund. And my opinion on this when when choosing ETFs, index funds or even just stocks in general is to pick those that are either going to produce high dividends, which are paid to you quarterly, sometimes annually and also biannually. And then also companies that may have growth in the future. OK, 
remember to buy low, sell high. Um, and if you're on Robinhood, go ahead and hit me up so you can use my affiliate link. That'd be excellent. And if you have any more questions, please feel free to DM me. I will gladly answer any of them because I'm a nice guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I hope that answered your question, man. On the stock thing, this is kind of how I started. This is where I, I, I would suggest those wanting to start, start because it is um, like the lowest risk way to play in the beginning. And as you're, as you're getting more into it, start, you know, venturing out, maybe buy your first share of a company that's not in an ETF or index fund, you know, make your simple own choice, you know, venture out to different things, check it out. I mean, it's not terrible. It's not hard. It's not too bad to understand. It is really just how the stock market works. It's just you give someone money, they make money with the money that you gave them, and then they give you money in return for that. Or you can ask them to say, hey, I would like my money back. Thanks. I, you're, thank you for allowing me to invest in your company, but now is the time for me to, and you to part ways. And, th and then that's it. So, yeah, that, that is about it. Thank you for uh, listening. Um, hope you guys have a good night or morning or whatever time of day you're listening to this. Um, so, yeah. Peace.